Welcome to Teen Talk. It's a podcast for teens by teens. Your host for this episode is Tracy Dixon. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. Proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. So I'm really excited to talk to you two young men. Very excited today to talk to you. We've got Sid and Ritwick joining me today. Can I ask how old you guys are first? Uh, I'm 15. And I'm 17. 15 and 17. So this is that prime age where you start to really think about what you want in your future, but also you're coming from, you know, middle school to starting to be expected to make your own decisions, be expected to take initiative. I think that's one thing you probably had to all learn. And maybe, is it fair to say, Sid, I'll start with you. Is it fair to say your teachers may have put that on you first and expecting the right comprehension with homework and expecting you to show initiative and show your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel especially nice. Um, the foundations of this kind of started in elementary school. Like obviously then it wasn't like really big um, initiatives. It was mostly like smaller things, like maybe leading a small group of like three to four other students. And then eventually as I moved throughout the years, teachers started to like trust you with more responsibility and put you in charge of like maybe larger groups, or maybe they ask you to some ask you to do something that normally they would have a student aid or themselves even do. Ritwick, did you feel that that was kind of when you started to the foundation? Did you know that the foundation was starting in elementary school, or did somebody have to sort of sit you down and say, "This is what we're looking for: is you to show the initiative to get this done yourself." Yeah. So at first, I would say in elementary school, I was a very shy kid, didn't want to do much. But I remember one particular teacher kind of just opened me up and it was more of an implicit thing. It wasn't like directly saying, hey, take initiative, but rather her enthusiasm for all the various subjects that she taught in elementary school kind of translated and was instilled onto me. So, for example, for something like math, if a teacher is very enthusiastic about the topic and you can tell they genuinely really like teaching it, then naturally it's going to kind of translate over to you. And you'll start also liking math and you'll also start maybe looking for opportunities outside of math, such as math competitions or just learning on your own. So, yeah, it's more of a not a direct thing, but like an indirect kind of thing. Interesting that you bring that up, too, because that positive feedback sort of was the thing that got you into wanting to perform better or wanting to take part in your class. Do you feel like there is still that positive reinforcement with your peers in high school that they can do that for each other? Or do you still see that from teachers as well? Um, I'll be honest, in terms of my peers, it's a mix. Because on one end, it'll be more of competition. Because of the academic atmosphere, you are competing with other people for things such as class rank. And with the um, environment of college applications, everything's a competition at this point. You're trying to get an edge in everything. So on one end of the spectrum, it's more competition, which is unfortunate, so you have to look out for yourself. But on gladly, on the other end of the spectrum, I have friends that actually uplift me and introduce opportunities to me that I might like, or I or same way around, I introduce opportunities to them, or just talk about stuff with them. So yeah, it's really a mix and match. You just have to find the right people that will help uplift you and kind of instinctually motivate you to also take initiative and kind of motivate you to work just as hard as they might be working hard or something like that. And staying with that, Sid, I'll go to you. Do you feel like that is 
do you feel like that is fair pressure to put on where everything is kind of a competition when it gets to high school, where you are competing to get into schools? Or do you feel like sometimes that could have almost done the opposite or had the opposite effect where it can shut you down a little bit and go, I don't even want to be a part of that mess right now. I feel like it's kind of a mix of both. Like on one hand, you might end up like being shut down, you know, like kind of intimidated by how many people there are competing for, let's say like a leadership position in a club or something. But at the other time, you can also sort of like connect with the people that Ritwick mentioned, like friends that uplift you. And this can even like inspire you to, you know, like take on bigger opportunities and yeah, kind of just take more initiative. You both are very well spoken in this, which is, which is great for me because I don't feel like I was as in tune with myself when I was in high school. I knew what I wanted to do, but I kind of felt maybe it was because my school was really big. I came from a really, really small town and then went to a really, really big school where I was kind of just floating through. So one, I can just say from the outside looking in, it's very impressive that you both are in tune that much with what is expected of you. Do you feel like you are at the point where going to college is going to be such a big jump for you that you need to improve upon this even more and show more initiative in getting grades done? Or do you feel like that pressure is too much at some point too? Um, it's very interesting to think about. It all depends, it depends on what high school you're coming from, what environment you're coming from. So I can also even go back to middle school and say, hey, um, I went to a very small middle school and it was an academically focused middle school. It was a gifted and talented school. So going from a gifted and talented middle school to then a much larger and much more diverse public school was a very big change. And I only expect that change to be magnified when I go off from a big public school to an even bigger public university or even a big private university for that matter. So I think it's a very interesting transition and you will find yourself um, kind of falling behind, not necessarily falling behind, but also kind of being lost in the crowd uh, as the crowds get bigger with public schools and universities and stuff. Right. So I think it's important to just keep that edge up and keep on taking initiative, keep on standing out no matter what level you're at. And yeah, just don't really care about the environment itself as long as you're just standing out. And that's a really, really tough thing, even as an adult, to comprehend sometimes and to take action on. So, so I'll take this to you. Why do you, why do you think some people have so much trouble showing initiative in, in really any situation? You know, we, we talked a lot about academically, but let's talk socially now, because maneuvering your way through high school, I mean, you saw it in middle school, especially, man, hallways can be their own world <laughs> sometimes with, you know, friendships and peers. But why do you think socially some people don't take initiative at times that they should? I feel like um, a big part of it is feeling that you're going to let other people down, like feeling that you're inadequate or that you'll somehow let people down because like taking initiative is kind of a form of responsibility. And people feel that if they can't fulfill the needs of these responsibilities and they'll let everyone down, which can be like a big deterrent from people even like trying it at all. So you, it's more um, taking that step as a risk, essentially it's in vulnerability is a very, very powerful thing. Showing any kind of vulnerability is scary. And I, and I say, I look at you guys now and, and going into the college life, it is still scary to be vulnerable 
as an adult, because it's the same thing. People have certain expectations of you. So I feel like we do a much better job with your generation in teaching you how to communicate through that and also to take those risks. But also, if you guys can tell me if I'm right or or not on this, I feel like other people are more accepting of people talking about their vulnerabilities where back in like the 90s and the 2000s, we just didn't do it because it wasn't cool to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel that's definitely true Um, because we're kind of like entering a culture where we have access to more people like over the internet, especially, and people are way more comfortable with um, people online um, now more than ever. And they feel like they can confide in them. And also this kind of translates into real life as well, because um, this ability to be vulnerable also translates into real life, like off the computer and your friends aren't just there for like the fun times. They're also there for you in your worst times. You bring up a good point with the computer and how much interaction we've all had just taking away the personal interaction. It all became over the computer the last year and a half. Do you feel like that has affected anything positively, negatively, or kind of stayed the same? Ritwick, I'll throw this one to you first. I would say it's, at least for me, it's it's mostly negatively affected me because there has to be something, there's probably some psychological effect about being surrounded by people working hard that kind of motivates you to work just as hard. And I found that that effect really showed its strength when I was at home alone at a desk for however many hours a day on a Zoom call and I'm not surrounded by my peers. I can't talk to them about assignments or just anything else for that matter. So it really um, negatively affected my ability to take initiative and it more promoted me to just kind of stay reserved, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I also found that it's unhealthy for myself. So it's also about finding a nice balance between staying reserved and just feeling comfortable with yourself versus taking initiative and taking that outreach, whether it's talking to a new person or trying to join a new club or do something new, like staying uncomfortable. Would you agree with that, Sid? Do you think it had more of a negative effect this last year or did it kind of stay the same or more positive for you? I think that it's actually a mix of both. Like in terms of academics, it's mostly been negative for most of the same reasons that we've mentioned. You know, it's been really hard to connect with your peers. Like, for example, there's like 30 new kids that came into my grade last year and I barely met like maybe five or 10 of them. But in terms of like social, I guess, yeah, socially, it's been kind of a positive for me because um, I got to really like connect with my friends without having to do like all the extensive planning that required to like maybe hang out in person as we would before COVID. But now that we could just like click a button and like join a voice call, um, it became a lot simpler to really connect with one another. And it built like the steps towards like a post uh, pandemic friendship. That's great to know. I'll, I'll stay with you on this one. Said, so what is a moment in your life where you took that chance and you showed initiative? And, and while I ask him, I'm going to ask you next that you are still very, very proud of. Maybe it was the first time you stepped out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So I think um, probably the first time was um, there wasn't really like a coding club in our middle school. So me and a couple other friends decided to start one. And obviously that was like a really big step because I think up till that point, I hadn't really known anyone in middle school who had started their own club like 
Oh, I think he froze a little bit. So we'll take this to you. Ritwick, how about you? A moment in your life where you showed initiative. Maybe it was your first time. Maybe it was your 50th time, but you're still very proud of it. Yeah, I remember one time this was actually during the pandemic or so. I wanted to get more experience with mechanical engineering, and I wanted to just learn more about the field from taking previous STEM classes. So, And I also wanted to go to automotive engineering in particular. So I reached out to anywhere from 50 to 100 racing teams via email just saying, hey, can I come shadow at your garage? Or, hey, can I check out your garage and see what you guys do and maybe learn a thing or two? And it felt fulfilling to actually send out those emails. And it, while it did feel fulfilling for a second, it was also kind of disappointing because no racing team got back to me because of pandemic restrictions. But it did feel good to take that initiative. And I know that if I can keep on applying that pressure and also that effort that an opportunity will open up eventually and I'll be able to take it and I'll be able to just learn a lot. Yes, that is exactly right. Sid, I wanted to just take a moment because you did freeze up for a second here and, and say that that's fantastic that you started that club as well. You both um, taking your passion and bringing other people into it too. So bravo on that. And before we kind of finish here, um, I love what you just said, Rick. Um, one of my favorite things that I had to learn in the business that I am in is, you know, you kind of make your way, like you are an individual making your way through this business. It's a personality based business. It's what you say. It's, you know, you put yourself out there and it was like this light bulb that hit me one day. And it was fairly recently, like within the last five years where I said, where I realized that you cannot expect anyone to be as passionate about your dreams as you are. So take the frustration away with relying on anyone else. That doesn't mean don't ask for help or not have, great people surrounding you, but put that trust in yourself to make it happen. And it was a way of showing initiative. Before we wrap here, I'll start with you, Ritwig. What would be your one piece of advice to other teams listening right now that haven't taken those opportunities and steps that you have already? Yeah, I think a big reason of why I wouldn't take initiative is because of comfort. I want to stay comfortable. It's comfortable just staying in my room, watching Netflix or watching YouTube. But I encourage teens to go out there and be uncomfortable. Seek those opportunities that make you uncomfortable. Because there's one quote that I like to refer to, like, being uncomfortable is where you learn the most about yourself. And it could actually be a great experience and way better than just staying comfortable in your room or in your house for that matter. So if you keep on staying uncomfortable, keep on seeking those opportunities and taking initiative, then you'll eventually find even greater comfort, like, somewhat than maybe if you hadn't taken that initiative before. Well said. Said, how about you? Best piece of advice or biggest piece of advice you would offer? I think my best piece of advice would be to take that first leap, like fill out that application for that club you've always wanted to join, you know, take that leap, like send that email. And because you never know like what can happen and you'll never know if you don't even try it all. So the best thing, like the worst thing that could happen is they say, oh no, like it won't work out. And then you'll have a definitive answer and you know that you'll at least have tried. So, and best case, you find something that you're really passionate about and something that you really uh, like. And yeah. It makes a huge difference. And I can say on the other side now, and, and I was a, at your age, I think I was 15 when I first started working in radio and I knew that's what I wanted to do. And man, I would wait outside the gates of the state fair to just see people and, and talk to anybody that I could. And I didn't realize at the time how much that was making a difference. So taking what your passion is and just putting yourself out there 
does make impressions on people. And even if it's not the right time for something, like when you reached out, you know, with all the, the mechanics and the auto, the shops and coming to see vehicles, it wasn't the right time with COVID, but I can guarantee you the majority of those people reading those emails were like, this kid's got to go on. This kid's going to do something someday. I can guarantee it made an impression in you as well when you started your club. So you guys, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today offering your advice and offering your stories and opening up about your lives too. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you very much. Best of luck, you guys.